Hello and welcome to the Take Back Your Life podcast. My name is Jeff Barton. I'm the creator and host. Today is Thursday, February 1st. Uh, brand new month as January is now behind us. Uh, tomorrow is also Groundhog Day in the U.S. So uh, we will find out, I guess, if we're going to have six more weeks of winter or if spring will arrive early. Uh, of course, this is more of a tradition uh, than any reliable weather indicator, but um, a little history, it does bait, date back to 1840, apparently. And at that time, it was taken fairly seriously when it first started. Uh, but according to one um, Storm Facts Almanac's data, um, Punxsutawney Phil has only been accurate 39% of the time. So take the results with a grain of salt, I guess. Uh, anyway, that's your random useless fact for the day. I am a little late getting the podcast out today as I had some car trouble and had to get that taken care of. Um, so I want to touch on that a little uh, as well. During the episode about taking responsibility, which was yesterday, uh, taking responsibility for your actions and choices, I, I talked about the importance of how you react to certain situations. Uh, just a year ago, I would have gotten really upset and, and blamed my car trouble or my bad luck or the universe or whatever. But today, instead of reacting that way, I just took care of it. Uh, I realized car troubles are part of life. In fact, this was the second time the same thing has happened within the past couple of months to me. But I didn't overreact. I had a problem and I found a solution. I didn't get upset, I didn't blame the car, the universe, or anyone, or anything else. And this was something external that happened. So it was beyond my control when it happened. But the internal, my thoughts and actions, are always within my control. Same goes for you. It's hard to not overreact if you are used to, to doing it. It's hard to get out of that bad habit, but each time you replace that bad habit with a good one, like calmly and rationally coming up with a solution, you're training yourself to do it more often. So along with my useless fact of the day, that is my little little story for the day. I want to welcome uh, any new listeners and, and give you a brief idea of what the podcast is about. I mostly discuss self-improvement topics and, and how we begin to take back control of aspects of our lives, which a lot of us have lost control over. Uh, I'm also now on iTunes under uh, Take Back Your Life, or my name, Jeff Barton. I'm also on Pocket Cast, as well as Overcast now, so uh, you can go on any one of those platforms and take a listen. And of course, this is being recorded through Anchor. Uh, at anchor.fm slash jeffthewriter. This is the sixth episode so far, and I've covered up to now how we can build good habits with choice, action, and persistence. And then in the last three episodes, I've discussed obstacles we are going to face when we try to change our lives. These obstacles include fear, excuses, and taking personal responsibility for your choices and for your life. The Taking Personal Responsibility episode was recorded yesterday, and when I finished it, I took a break and, and I started to read the news. 
And I saw an article on Nashville Public Radio about the Nashville mayor. So apparently she admitted that she had an extramarital affair with her former head of security, who is also married. Okay, so, and as I'm reading the article, this is what hits me. She starts out by saying that I accept full responsibility for the pain I have caused my family and his. She's so sorry, blah, blah, blah. But then at the end, she states, Please know that I'm disappointed in myself, but also understand that I'm human and that I made a mistake. So to me, what this says really is that instead of taking full responsibility, what she does is she places blame on being a human. Now, I believe in second chances. I do. And I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. But this is exactly what yesterday's episode was about. Taking personal responsibility for your choices and actions and not placing blame on anyone or anything. It, to me, it's a cop-out. She is basically blaming being a human for what she did. Look, I, I've made mistakes. We all do. But until you start taking personal responsibility for yourself and your actions, you are going to repeat the same behaviors. And for a lot of us, those behaviors are detrimental. So if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode about personal responsibility, please check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, that's my little rant. Uh, so today I want to continue in the Obstacles to Change series. And, and this will be the last episode in the series. Um, I, could, I could probably talk about obstacles for another 10 episodes or more. But I do want to move on to other things which I, I feel are also important. I know I said in the third episode that fear was the number one obstacle to change. But I think I'd like to walk that back a little. And I want to do that because everything we've talked about so far regarding obstacles to change is all part of today's subject. And that subject is you. The number one obstacle to changing your life is you. You are never going to be able to change your life or overcome any of these obstacles if you don't stop tolerating your current situation. Now, I'm assuming your current situation sucks like mine did or, or you wouldn't be listening to the podcast. Uh, you're not alone. Many people are stuck. They're stuck in this revolving door of life. And, and I mean, at some point you start to ask yourself, you know, is this it? Is this what life is about? I asked myself that and I decided that no, life isn't about staying uh, miserable in a job I hate or staying in a miserable relationship. I decided I was going to make the life I wanted, but I had to overcome myself to do that. I had to overcome the self-doubt, the lack of confidence, the thought that I wasn't good enough or smart enough. And you're going to have to do the same thing if you are going to change. You're going to have to get out of your own way. You've got to realize that there is nothing stopping you from having the life you want. But you, nothing stopping you from having the life you want, but your, except for your thoughts of who you are. You know, we, we tell ourselves all kinds of things all the time. We tell ourselves we aren't good enough to do something. And we reinforce this by 
saying it to ourselves over and over. We get so used to beating ourselves up that we begin to believe it. We convince ourselves we are worthless or, or we're ugly or we're bad at things or whatever it is. Whatever is that record continues playing in your head. We become, we become the source of our own misery. Um, continuing to do this makes, us, makes it a habit, just like brushing your teeth. And this habit leads to self-doubt. You doubt yourself so much, you don't even begin to try to change. I did this for years. I, I beat myself up constantly, and I worried. I worried about what others would think. I worried about failure. I worried about not being good enough. You name it, I worried about it. All of us are affected by self-doubt. I still am. I still doubt myself every day. But what gets me out of the cycle of doubt and worry is taking action. Like I talked about in the second episode, action will keep you moving forward. You can doubt yourself all you want. You can have zero confidence and you can worry every minute of every hour. But if you take action, you slowly build confidence. Uh, I love to write. I love to write about the same things I talk about on the podcast. But I was always afraid of publishing my work. I was always afraid of putting my work out there for others to see. Because I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid my writing wasn't good enough. Okay, And that self-doubt uh, would take over. And that lack of confidence and self-doubt kept me from pursuing what I wanted. It kept me from changing. I, I'm not going to lie to you. It took me having a few beers and, and getting some liquid courage to finally hit that publish button. But you know what? I did it. And the world didn't end. In fact, I got a lot of good feedback. So I did it again. And again. And I started this podcast. And I'm slowly building that confidence. I'm slowly validating what I believe I am, a writer. I'm starting to see myself as a writer and someone who can help others. All because I made the choice to take action. Because, you know, how you see yourself is very important. If you see yourself as someone who always procrastinates, then what do you do all the time? You procrastinate. The more action that you take to overcome yourself, the easier it gets. Every action towards your goal makes that goal that much easier to achieve. So you need to do a few things in order to begin uh, that confidence building so you can take action without having to have a few beers like I did, uh, although there's nothing wrong with that. So first, you're going to have to take a, a good hard look at yourself, okay? Then you need to intervene in your own life. You do this first through self-reflection. Okay, and when we self-reflect, we have to acknowledge we have problems. Okay, everyone has problems. No matter what your situation, there are always ways that you can improve. It's going to take some courage, maybe even some liquid courage. And you need to be open to scrutiny from yourself as well as others. You need to look at yourself and hold yourself accountable for things which you can improve upon. You're going to have to be truthful and real with yourself. Through this process, 
you can rediscover who you are and, and liberate yourself from those negative feelings that you tell yourself all the time. You can figure out who you are and what you want, but you have to take part in your own life instead of letting others dictate your life for you. Second, you have to avoid perfectionism. Perfectionism is not possible. Not one person in the history of humanity has been perfect and you aren't either. You need to forgive yourself for mistakes that you've made like you forgive others. Perfectionism only makes us disappointed when we are unable to live up to these impossible standards. It makes us unhappy and it gives us low self-esteem. You have to allow yourself to screw up. You have to allow yourself to fail. Learn from it and be better the next time. Third, you need to stop comparing yourself to others. You, you are unique. There is no one else like you in the world. Sure, there are others who are similar, but you're one of a kind. Uh, if you compare yourself to others, you're never going to be happy and you're never going to live up to these standards that other people have set. You have to set your own standards. No matter what you know you see on Instagram or on Facebook or on Twitter, everyone is not in insanely popular or rich or successful. Uh, we envy these people who are above us and we feel superiority over those who are below us. The truth is comparing yourself to others, it, it's a waste of time and energy. Okay, don't do it. Lastly, you need to have self-compassion. Having compassion for yourself is probably the most important part of having a healthy self-relationship. Self-compassion allows you to have fewer negative emotions about yourself. It stops you from the constant criticism, the constant labeling, and the definitions that you give to yourself. You have the ability to let go of all the negativity you place upon yourself. You need to stop being the source of your own misery by having compassion for yourself. Realize we are all the same. We all have flaws. It is part of what makes us human. Stop telling yourself these made-up stories you have in your head. If you can do all these things, you're going to be better off than most people. It's not going to happen all at once, and there's going to be setbacks. But once you're able to begin to get through some of these issues, and once you're able to finally see yourself as someone who takes action, you'll make progress. You have the power to make life the way you want through your actions and your attitude. But you need to start investing the time you have in yourself, and it will pay off in every other aspect of your life. Believe me, when you start to realize you can find happiness in yourself, the world changes. Not only for you, but for everyone around you. I'm going to end today with a quote from Christine Mason Miller. She's an author, and she wrote a book called Moving Water. In it, she talks about how she had a successful career as an artist. Uh, she had a loving husband and a home with an ocean view. She, she had a maid. Uh, but within a year, everything changed for her. There was an affair, a divorce, a cancer diagnosis. Um, and after surviving all of that, she found herself in a different family, a blended family, uh, which forced her to confront many of her ideas that were ingrained in her. Um, and like you, she was faced with the choice of resisting everything 
or seeing it as an opportunity for growth and transformation. Uh, and her quote is, at any given moment, you have the power to say, this is not how the story is going to end. You have the power to change your life and create a new story, but you have to conquer yourself before anything else. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please let me know. Um, it'd be great if you could leave a review on iTunes, Overcast or Pocket Cast. Uh, again, my name is Jeff Barton, and this is the Take Back Your Life podcast. Feel free to get in touch with me uh, on Anchor, which is anchor.fm slash jefftherider, on my website, which is jefftherider.com. I'm also on Twitter at jefftherunner1. Uh, on Medium at Jeff the Writer, and you can also send me an email to Jeff at JeffTheWriter.com. Thanks for listening, and always remember, you have the power to change your life.